Good evening and welcome to the Long Snapper Podcast. Um, we said we'd be back and we're back. Uh, how y'all doing? I'm joined with Mark, Adam and Doug. Evening, gents. Hello. Evening, boys. Good evening. Nice to be back. Yeah, it is. It, it is. is. We never left. Well, we did leave for a bit. This, um, is, this is the ultimate swan on the top of the water with the uh, yeah. legs. Well, the legs are... <laughs> <laughs> pedaling furiously <laughs> um but you can't see it so don't worry about it so we've got plenty to talk about today a little bit of nfl news um mark's got a little uh combine special for us um but it'll probably take four minutes but good for real it's um, about five too many you ain't done your any other business yet mate planning on the combat chat taking about the length of time of a 40 yard dash Adam gives us a chapter of his novel every week in any other business so um, the combine had to suffer anyway to to kick us off um, we're going to do a quiz Adam you got you got a quiz I do it's become my thing of late um, it has. But I do, I do love a quiz. I do have an enormous amount of pride in my quizzes. Um, this one, I think you're going to like. We'll run through it pretty quickly. Um, it's there's no buzzer this time, but I'm going to give you six questions each um, and hurry you along a bit. This is a quick Basically, one. Right? Six questions each. Is, yeah, but it, they're quick. They're quick. Okay. Uh, you'll see what, <laughs> what I mean. Um, you're going to. D- Doggy's just Doug died. Just fell He's off back. the cliff. He's Buzz back. He's back. Um, carry on, carry on. I'll, I'll do. You'll have six. Oh, I'll stop, go to. Stop, I'll go stop, to. Stop, you. stop, 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 stop. Literally the opposite of carry on. <laughs> <laughs> right, this, this needs to stay in. Horrendously here. Just carry on. No, don't carry on. Stop. This is uh, mixed messages. <laughs> I don't know what to do in this relationship anymore. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> so the quiz will be. Based on number all, so number one overall draft picks. Um, so we are only talking about people who were picked first by the team with the first pick. Um, and what I'm going to do for each each of you tra- traditionally, <laughs> don't know why I need to clarify that. Um, your six that you're each going to get, you're going to get a year and the team, and you're going to tell me who the who the first overall pick was. Um, in no particular order other than the order I can see you on my screen. Mark, you're going to start. And your first one will be 2015 and Tampa Bay. Um, uh, Jameis Winston. 2004, San Diego. Oh, 2004 was the famous one, wasn't it? Where they oh, took... Um, literally had the two... Of e, the yeah, that was where they took Eli Manning. Stupid softball. Yeah, yeah. So, just because I beat you in quizzes right. now. No, you don't when, beat me in quizzes. <laughs> Last four, whatever. <laughs> if this is hustling, it isn't very clever hustling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2014, Houston. Yes. Um, came good. Last season. Come on, man. This Clowny. Is, this is nonsense. 1999, Cleveland. That's better. Um, Cleveland I have to hurry that doesn't help they have the first pick all the time there is no way you know this there is no way you know this Courtney Brown 
unlucky. It was uh, Tim Couch. Ah! Uh, 2008 Miami. 2008 Miami. That was the year. That was. Oh, that wasn't. No, it wasn't. That was the year after Jamarcus Russell. Um, there's probably going to be a question coming up, so I'll shut up. Um, <laughs> Anyone paying attention here is uh, already well played. I think Miami was the year that there was the two lads with the same name taken first two, but I can't remember which one it was. So I'm going to say Jake Long. Correct. Well Get it. And your final one, 1985, and <laughs> your beloved Buffalo Bills. Oh, um, Christ, that would be Bruce Smith. It would. Five out of six. It's a strong it start. Um, Craig, you can go next. Are you ready? Right. Always. Right. 2010 and St. Louis. St. Louis Rams. He's frozen. Can it, can it be thrown over? No. That's to hurry you a bit. Yeah, no, don't know. No, that was uh, Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, 2005 and San Francisco. Alex Smith. Uh, you'll like this next one, and this is in, in no way set up. 2007 and Oakland. Bloody hell. <laughs> Russell. <laughs> I thought you'd get that. Uh, next up, 1987 and Tampa Bay. <clears throat> so, how are you doing a little bit? Yeah, no, no idea. No, that was uh, was Vinny Testaverde. Wow. Wait, he's I done me. That. Vinny Testaverde has done oh, me two on quizzes two weeks in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Next one, yeah, he might not be the only one, we'll see. Uh, next one, 2001 and Atlanta. Come on. Mike Vick. And finally, 1996, New York Jets. Oh, this is a time frame. I have to hurry you again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, Curtis, was it? No, it wasn't. It was anyone, anyone else? No, just just for fun. Pennington? Yeah. No, no it was Keyshawn. Keyshawn Johnson. Ah, that's annoying. Three out of six, Craig. Yeah. Not Dad, good enough. You've got, uh, you've got faith. No, not good enough. <laughs> you've got, got five, five to beat. Five. Okay. Five to beat. And uh, your first one, 1989 and Dallas. Uh, Troy Aikman. Yes. 2003, Cincinnati. Oh, no. That was Carson Palmer. Ugh. Ah, oh, Cincinnati. Oh. Wow. Uh, 2013, and the Kansas City Chiefs. That was the tackle, Fisher. Yes, it was. Um, I've inexplicably given you the same question twice in the notes that I've made, but we can work around this. Fisher, uh, he's, he's that's three. On the <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant. I, I, I had number four was 1989 in Dallas. It's all about the prep. Um, <laughs> uh, let's go with uh, this is one be of my, my tiebreak questions. Yeah. And <laughs> 19, 
78 Houston Oilers. Warren Moon. No. Y- yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it no, wasn't. No, they got it. Good. It was, uh, it was uh, Earl um, Campbell. Yeah. Earl Campbell. Uh, 1983 and the Baltimore Colts. 83. 83. <laughs> Mark's doing his winning dance already. What a nod. Colts. The listeners needed to be brought up to speed about that yeah, as well. They did. Uh, no idea. I know uh, that. This is. Go on, go on. John Elway. It was. Yeah. And uh, just to see if you could tie with Craig, 2006, uh, the Houston Texans. Uh, it's the quarterback, isn't it? Um... No. <laughs> 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 Cutting. Adam, Adam pulled uh, pissed on that fire very quickly. <laughs> um, don't know. It was anyone. It's the, it's the guy who went to uh, Buffalo, isn't it? Everyone thought everyone thought they take um, Reggie Bush, but they didn't. They took the other one, but I can't remember his name. Oh, I know Williams. Yeah, well, Mario Williams. Well That's him. Give uh, Dougie that point. I don't know. I don't know if we have time for the music. No, don't give Dougie that point. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the question right. So I'm, I'm as as, uh, master, uh, uh, as, as master of the uh, as master of don't the buttons. Don't give Mark any more pleasure by fighting over the wooden spoon, you two. No, no as master of buttons, I've given myself that point already. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you do one other thing, Doug? Say again. Can you play my music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Boo. Boo. <laughs> All right. Nice. Mark does it. Well played, Adam. Well played. Yeah, that, to be fair, Adam knocked that up very late notice, and that was all right. Uh, so, so, so you, you yeah, you do. Master, master so, of quiz. We, you are. Um, we're going to talk some NFL. Um, before we do that, uh, you should be following us on Twitter at Long Snap Pod. Um, also, check out the Facebook page, and that was that was banter this weekend. So, um, yeah. Check us out on Facebook, Long Snapper Podcast. Uh, you can get us on iTunes and SoundCloud, Long Snapper Podcast, the best damn podcast. And I'm telling you, given the fact that we do a podcast, we therefore listen to other podcasts to see how we stack up, and ours is the best. So, such is. <laughs> NFL. Uh, <laughs> NFL, boys. Lots happening. NFL media are the best at trying to keep you interested when there is fuck all else going on. Um, so if it, if it's not it? if it's not the if it's not ESPN pushing dog shit stories, it's NFL players doing stupid shit like uh, raping and taking drugs and all that stuff. And we got we got a bit of that to talk about. Um, not so much with the bondaging, are they? Not, not <laughs> so much. Well, pillage we game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> up your fucking pillaging, boys. <laughs> um, so let's let's talk. Um, we all, uh, you know, let's start. Uh, Zeke Elliott, he, he, uh, breakout year. Um, you know, one of my favourite men of 2016, and uh, one of your favourite players, surely. Well, um, <laughs> man, man, questionable. But fine lines. Um, <laughs> but but but. but, but Zeke's causing some drama and he's he's got a bit of previous and he uh, decided it was okay for him to just pull down a burst top. Standard. I'm Zeke. And what? Zeke Uh, likes boobs. Zeke likes boobs. (laughs) 
I'll tell you what, this is this is why you should listen to the Long Snapper pod ahead of all other podcasts, is I bet there aren't any other podcasts who are talking about this as the first news story. Yeah. Have that yeah. gridiron, gents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't shout them out. Fuck that. Put that in your mustache wax. Podcast. Who? <laughs> yeah. Um, but listen, how big are these type of... I mean, you know, we're talking... Oh, how big are these poops? <laughs> <laughs> they were all right. Well, they were average, actually. Um, I didn't watch it. Um, so... <laughs> You get analysis. These stories always pop up. There's a football player who's, you know, abused someone, punched someone, smoked drugs, take cocaine, whatever. Is this ultimately going to affect Zeke next year? And should the NFL be enforcing some sort of punishment following his actions? I don't want to belittle this, but it's it's no Ray Rice, is it? Come on. I mean... (laughs) Um, and maybe I'm maybe I'm missing the point here. It, it, I, I don't know. Um, this this strikes me as the type of thing that like 20 years ago went on far more than it does now, but no one gave a shit about it. Um, I, I, a lot I of things happened 20 years ago. This <laughs> exactly. Got away with. Exactly. Joe Joe Namath was fingering birds in public. You know, Diamond. back in the 70s. Yeah, so you know. <laughs> hey, I mean, listen. This progress. is this is this is the uh, dedication. I've never done a long snapper pod without booze. Right, yep. uh, as you know, I'm I'm in Rotterdam at the moment, and I've just gone to the mini bar and paid seven euros for this. Good work. <laughs> Are you going to go down and pull pull some birds top down at some stage? <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I mean, I don't, I don't I don't think it's going to I don't think it's going to affect him. It's the kind of thing that you know, will will get swept under the carpet. It'll pay her off. Nothing more will come of it, and have a great season next year. I don't think I don't think it's going to be any any massive deal he's far too talented for for it to be a big deal yeah i mean i suppose what i will end with is yeah probably not a massive deal but it does represent an issue in sports and i think mark you hit the nail on the head and that is that these big clubs no matter what across sports forget nfl or big institutions that have got old white men at the top of them when they live for an era when it, they literally could do what they want it's very it's like it is turning a, a tugboat do you know what i mean this stuff just and when you're an athlete and you're a super athlete at college you do whatever you want like you are a yeah. superstar on campus like not being funny it's not the same but i played first team football at bruno uni and I, I and i literally thought i was god like i walked around campus like i was top fucking shit and i was a sub <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, did I just, you walk I, around dressed like you are right now? Mate, might be, but a lot of the time, mate, I was literally shorts, flip flops, whatever. If I wanted to walk out of a scout, I could. And it, it is this male dominated thing that I do think sport in general, not the NFL, and I'm not talking about Zeke here specifically because there's a hundred examples, but they probably do need to address because it ultimately it is wrong. Yeah, well, there, isn't there the guy in in um, soccer that's like, killed someone and has just walked back, been uh, got early release and has just walked back into a football club, like nothing ever happened. It's not in England, but it's somewhere I can't remember his name. Um, but people in this, they're in a position of power and a position of privilege, get away with shit that normal people wouldn't get away with. And whether that's because they've got money or it's because they're famous or whatever it is, it happens. And uh, you've just got to accept that this it might not be right, but it's what's going to go down. Craig, I just want to take issue with you saying that old white men, like Ezekiel Elliott, last time I checked, isn't an old white man. You're talking about the owner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but it's got nothing to do with the owner. Jerry Jones didn't tell him to do it. Well, no, I'm not. I'm talking about the 
industry itself. I'm talking about in uh, any industry, not not football, not sport, just any big industry, big corporation, big business. Uh, it, it can't, and I'm talking about history and the culture surrounding it. So I said, not just you know, I'm not taking uh, Zeke's got to be responsible, absolutely. But I'm just saying, as in general, society probably has to address this type of thing more. Okay. Here's, here's, here's my quick take on this. The severity of the crime is inversely proportional to how talented the player is. Simple as yeah. that. Even yeah, what yeah. James Winston allegedly got away with coming out oh, of college. Quite, quite, and, no yeah. one, no one talks, and now he's like, everyone talks about him as being this exemplary young man. Well, that, that girl at, um, at Florida probably didn't think so at the time. Uh, Absolutely. Hill. So uh, Alleged, Allegedly. Before we get too long on that uh, moral compass, let's talk <laughs> actual sports news. Uh, <laughs> We're not moral philosophers, as yeah. you know. <laughs> um, the Seahawks signed Eddie Lacy. Uh, crowded match. What do we think about that one, boys? I think they're going to have to double their buffet. Good I think facts. He is a fat bastard. He's not making the roster. They've got two Ooh, running backs. He's going to get cut. Yeah, he's, they've got yeah. two running backs that are better. I think yeah. Rawls and, and um, Michael are better. It's, well, is it precise, isn't they? Yeah. So I don't, I don't see how he makes a roster. He's he's clearly has no motivation for the game. He he likes likes eating out too much. I think the Alaskan crab up there will be uh, taking a pasting <laughs> over the next few weeks. <laughs> too tempting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've uh, I've done some research, and um, if you fly over Alaska and northeastern Russia. Uh, Seattle is closer to China than Green Bay is to China, so his China food um, is closer. Oh, touch. And so he, I, I think that, in fact, Seattle's the closest place in America you can go to China. So Eddie Lacy is going to be a happy man. And yeah. we know how accurate the long snap pod geography is. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> unless they're unless they're planning about, on about convert, ninety miles, unless yeah. they're planning to use him to solve their Lyman crisis. Well, okay, so listen. That I, I kind of think that was said in jest, but let's look at this. Kind of. You know, so, okay, cool. <laughs> so let's, let's look at that a bit more objectively. Eddie Lacey, two years ago, you know, one of the arguably top top five backs, yeah? Uh, everyone, had him in, everyone had him in their draft. Uh, he was pretty much the answer, we thought, at Green Bay, at running back with Aaron Rodgers. He thought the two of them are going to be, you know, mustered. Came back the year after. He piled on the timber. <laughs> However, somehow, didn't get cut. Still had some value. And when he got going, he could run. Now, he's a big, strong guy who can actually block. Um, it is, you know, can... is. I mean, Seattle had problems on the line. They really did. They had problems uh, in their pass protection. If anything, if, uh, They've got some talented backs, but if anything, uh, the criticism is that, is that pass pro. Does he offer something? I, I, I'd struggle to see how they go into next season with three running backs, yeah. but could Lacey get some sort of role backing up rules? I, I think that's no. better. One, two, one. A good Eddie Lacey. A good Eddie Lacey. He hasn't been good Thomas for three Ruben. years. That's like saying, uh, you know... Um, I've lost my train of thought. It's like saying someone that was good that isn't good anymore is going to be good again. Uh, brilliant. That's a great <laughs> Good save. No I actually, Eddie Lacy for me, only had one good season when it was his first season. Since then, 
So yeah, then you realise you have millions of dollars and, and could eat lobster and burgers every day. <laughs> yeah. I think there's better options out there. If you want someone that's, you know... And lobster and burgers. Of, of, I thought you meant for yeah. food. Yeah. <laughs> of, of a similar size, who's like had a good season last season, why aren't you going for someone like LeGarrette Blunt or something like that if you want... You know, who's still out there as an unrestricted free agent. Mike Tolbert. I don't get me. Well, no, he's he's gone. Oh, is he? He's Buffalo. Are they? Okay. I don't get why you would go for proven for nothing else other than being fat. I like I like the move, and I like the move because you know um, I think Pete Carroll loves to get a player who uh, you know he can put his arm over him, maybe a little bit downtrodden, maybe a little bit down on himself. Tell him I love you. Please go to the gym. <laughs> At least <laughs> Eddie, uh, you weigh four hundred and twenty pounds. <laughs> Please, mate. Please, come mate. on, come on, man. <laughs> come on, bro. <laughs> um, what else we got? We got said so in, in a very interesting one. We talked about it a little bit um, last week. Uh, Jackson to the Bucks. We like it. Yeah, good move. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, taking the top off for Mike Evans, who I think you'll see possibly lining up in the slot a bit in the regular season. Getting him working those underneath routes, and then and then uh, Jackson over the top. I read a really interesting stat um, about the move, and it was I can't remember exactly off the top of my head, but the his deep ball success um, pass success rate was like fifty or maybe lower percent, um, given that he had the likes of Mark Evans. So you know. There's clearly a need for that big, deep ball, and there are few receivers in the NFL today who can take the top off, like Deshaun, as long as he holds the ball as he crosses the uh, touchdown line. That'd be good. Um, we've also got another really nice move: Timmons, Lawrence Timmons to the um, uh, to the Dolphins. Love that. What do we think about that? Uh, going to play outside linebacker, get uh, supporting Kiko Alonso. I really like that move. I think that that belly of Dolphins um, is is wanting. I, I, I think that strengthens it. I agree I with you. We, we, <laughs> the Dolphins always seem to make some good moves, don't they? And then they seem to flatter to deceive a bit. You comes the season starts, and then you sort of look at them. I mean, the the, the last season they've done. They had a slow start again, but they they came good. They discovered some London-born guy, I forget his name, um, and mm-hmm. it just they just exploded. But previous years, they they seemed to make the right moves in free agency, a bit like the Jags, and then they turn up and it's a, a fraction of what it was. Yeah, I I I I think the Dolphins were as good as I've seen the Dolphins maybe since. Ricky Williams type era, the, the the last year, and I think this yeah. really really helps. I, I think it really helps. Um, I like Alonso in the middle. I, uh, I you know Sue and line. I just think I think it's a really good move and hurts the uh, my Jets. Yeah. Um, I keeping keeping Rashad Jones there at um, safety is a big move for them as well. I, 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 spot on, really good point. Um, they did their defense as a whole looks. Looks proper. Now, it's mustard. It? So, it's mustard. Yeah. Um, yeah. Another interest one, not done, I don't think, but the well, uh, you know, standard pats, just befuddling everyone. But Butler to the Saints. 
Well, they had a choice. They had, but they they could either keep Hightower or Butler, and they chose Hightower. Which, so, which I think you. I mean, I think, no, they seem to be able to find corners, and and they've struggled at linebacker. So why? And they and they've lost Collins, and the, the year before they lost um, the guy that went to the Cardinals. So, I think they needed to keep Hightower, and and they'll probably look to address corner in the draft. Well, they've they've they bought Ryan's corner, gone they? as well. They from get, corner, they, yeah. They um, who do they they paid they paid another corner, didn't they? I forget his name, Stephen Gilmore. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, from um, the Mills. Yeah, yeah. he picked yeah. him up. Good Which player, is, Paul last year, but good player. But but Butler is a a stud. That guy is a stud. That guy is a, a lot. There there ain't many of them at the minute. Actually, just we a, had a little dearth of them a few years ago. But that is a stud. Shut down corner. I just, I, you know, I've said before, questioning Bill Belichick is fool's gold. But let's not forget, I though. Let's not see that. Let's not forget that he he emerged in the Super Bowl and hadn't done much before that. Yeah, one play so in the Super Bowl as well. He's had one season, and to pay that amount of money based on one season of production, when you could keep Donta Hightower, who's done it over three or four years, it makes sense to keep the linebacker. I think it's a sensible move, and I, I believe that it's going to be quite a good draft for cornerback. So, um, yeah, that's that is looking very. Yeah, much what do they good. hold? They hold two first rounders, don't they? This year is that right? Or they usually do. You usually <laughs> have like sixteen second round picks, don't they? So, yeah, it's less the ones that have been taken away from them. Woo-hoo. Wrongly, hmm. yeah, I, I agree. I think Dante Dante Hightower was ranked as one of the top five players in this free agency in any position. Um, so I think if you, you, you choosing to hang on to him is a sensible choice. Uh, so uh, any other, I mean, there's plenty of moves, uh, anything people specifically want to talk about? I think uh, Bennett sorry, to the Packers. Massive. Yeah. I, I, I like, I like a lot about that. I think some, sometimes it's not just about the money. I think that's one of those. He's, he's chosen, chosen yeah. the Packers. He maybe, maybe couldn't get more than, I, I imagine he went into the process expecting to earn uh, more than he's now got. Um, but he's, I think, chosen an organisation based on how good the organisation is. Mm. Um, it just the whole thing sits sits right for me. Mm. Quick one on the Jags. Um, Tom Coughlin's got himself some nice defensive weapons there. Picking very up very good moves. Yeah, really picking good up moves. Calais Campbell um, from the Cardinals. Sixty million dollars over four years. What I mean, everyone knows how good he is. But I also like picking up AJ Boy from um, the Texans. He was looking like a really, really strong um, corner towards the end of last year, and he, I think he's a really good pickup. Their defense. When you think of the drafts that they've had, the players that they've got, and the free agency signings they've got, should be one of the best in the league. They shouldn't be shit. They should, should shit. not be shit. No. But, and, and people picked the Jags last year to do something. They 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 flopped. I uh, I want to see something out of them next year since they keep making us have them as a London team. Yeah, three and three and thirteen. Three and thirteen. Jags. But, I mean, 20, 2017. Three and thirteen. Yeah. That's what's going to be. They've picked up. Some, I mean, there's some good defensive weapons they've picked up. Is they can't continue to be this crap. If we're talking um, about, what? if we're sorry, sorry, Mark, sorry. Okay. If we're talking about teams that are going to go one way or the other, I'm putting my neck on the line now and saying that in 2019, the Cleveland Browns will be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> never. <laughs> never. They hold three first round picks, six second round picks, and about 100 million cap room. 
Yeah, yeah. So that's would worry Browns. me if it wasn't the Browns. No, right. but they are the, the, the Cleveland Browns. This, yeah, but this general manager, will... this general manager has done something that no other general manager has done, and shown that he actually see he sees the game for what it is, and he's using his brain. And I don't think that's happened a lot in Cleveland. Yeah, and hey, I, think I, I like the a, coach. I like I like the coach there as well. There's a long term plan, and I'm telling it you, is the Browns. If not the Super Bowl, Terrell Pryor, a thousand yard receiving season go and spent more on Kenny Britt. Now, I like Kenny Britt, probably underrated. I've got no problem with him, but you've got an emerging, young, wide receiver who's done a shitload of field franchise in a year that was one of, you know, certainly one of the worst seasons for the Browns in recent memory. Uh, You let him go, you know, same money, and you bring in Kenny Britt. Where where do you say they'll be in 2019 then? I think the Browns will be the Browns. I think I like to see. I think they'll. I think they'll improve, and I think that'll be due to um, uh, Jackson. I, I do like the coach, but they are the Browns, and that that roster needs a lot of work. With the money they've got, and the draft picks they've got, and the management and coaching structure that they've got in place, if they keep that together until 2019, that team will be winning a lot of games. I and they've that- pi- and they've picked up the best guard in free agency as well. Exactly. They're um, building from the front. Kev, build- Kevin Zietler is a good, good player they've got out of um, Cincinnati. So fair play. This, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I've got a bit of a soft spot for the Browns. I, I, I think that they're really, really, they're, they're always shit, but I, I would like to see win more games than they do. They're, they're going on an analytics base. And if you look at how many yards Kenny Britt had against how many, how many yards um, Terrell Pryor had, and then do the maths on how much salary they're earning, you're probably not losing a lot. A couple of hundred yards, maybe. Moneyball. Exactly. Mm. Different way of looking at things, and it's gonna it's gonna pay dividends. I'm, I'm absolutely certain of it. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. And I, you know, I'm a, I'm all for um, using analytics, but I, I, and it's not. It's a very common thing in NFL now. You know, obviously the the big change was in, is in baseball, where everything is is analysed to the nth degree. But with football, with any sport, with art, I think you've always got to do the eye test. And if it looks like a turd, smells like a turd, sometimes it is a turd. Um, so they play in uh, brown. Come exactly. on, exactly. Well, or, orange to Browns. be perfectly honest. <laughs> Actually, their, their change of uniform about two or three years ago just terrible. <laughs> Not that. This is the analysis that we need to be talking about, I yeah. know, but what with, on earth? With nine minutes it? left before Craig's deadline. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, unless any... Oh, one, one more. I will just quickly briefly say, old Sean Jeffrey to the Eagles is a big upgrade. They needed a receiver. Probably the most sensible deal of the of free agency so far. Um, and I like that for the Eagles, actually. I really do. I think I really, I'm a big fan of old Sean Jeffrey. I think he's a... You know, he is an elite level receiver. If he stays healthy uh, and doesn't have a bum thrown to him, I think he's going to give you production no matter what. So it's a very exciting time uh, given there's fuck all football to watch. Um, Hopefully the season rolls around and uh, well, we've got what we've got upcoming actually um, is the draft. Um, Before the draft, you have the combine uh, and, and, and Mark, uh, is going to talk to us about everything combine. 
<laughs> in about four minutes. <laughs> so, boys, I, I wanted to, like, first of all, like, get your opinions on the combine, really. It always seems like, you know, it's not something we get in this country where these guys go in and they go and do their series of tests. But the, the Americans seem to lap it up. It gets more that some of the watching people run around some cones gets higher ratings than some of the, the, the NBA basketball games on at the same time, which I find incredible. Um, do you pay any attention to it? Do you give a fuck? What's your no. thoughts? No, although I would say that I'm grateful that there are people that do watch it, i.e. scouts, general managers that are doing their job. I'll leave it to them. What do you think it is? Why do you think people like the, the Americans love it that much? Is it just the, the merchandising machine and the NFL marketing juggernaut that makes people think it's like amazing to watch? It's because Americans people think baseball and hockey is shit. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> I think, that's fair enough. I think it's a two. I think it's a. I think it's uh, two reasons. One is, um, you know, NFL. Certainly, more than any sport that we have over here, um, really is specific around the positions. So there is a direct link between what seems to be fairly, uh, you know, uh, uh, unspecific tasks to production on the field. So. I, you know, you want this almost gives you a base level. You know, they they always say there's no substitute for a football player, and I agree. But there's no point in having a great football player who can't run very fast. It's it simply doesn't work in the NFL. So from a, a factual point of view, it does. Jerry Rice. It, 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 it does. It does make sense. Jerry Rice can still run. Uh, Wasn't fast though. No, but he could still run. Um, and, you know, and not only that, but not, it, it, it's not, I mean, this is not uh, be all and end all, is it? It is an indication. But the second is exactly what you said, Mark. It is, it is NFL. It is, if we can put some lights on it and tell everyone it's important, people will watch it. And that's what you get. And actually, I don't hate it because I ain't got no football. <laughs> I'm watching, I've just finished watching the end of the season. I, I, a college fan i want to see these guys perform simply mano a mano who's the fastest who's the strongest who can jump the highest um and, and nfl do what they do really well and that's make it a spectacle i am um, the only thing i've really noticed as was uh rich eisen's 40 yard dash time does he need to keep doing that every year no that's <laughs> good. not that not that the end now sure. oh come on move on uh mark mark give us give us some actual Use combine. combine. What, do we need to, what do we need to know? So, all right. Um, what I've what I had to look at when I was watching it, it was quite a strong combine um, in, in in light of the in, in terms of the people who actually performed pretty well. So, what I've compiled is a bit of a list. And I think I've got one, two, three, four, five, about seven names of basically people ones to watch. Um, Adam, you mentioned earlier on um, in the pods, London-born. Well, there's a new London-born. <gasps> <laughs> yes, uh, there's a new London <laughs> yeah London born spent three hours here <laughs> I've been practicing this name London born Obi Melifonwu uh, safety out of Connecticut um, had a better acceleration than Darren Sproles um, coming out of the combine a 1.51 10 yard split a quicker 40 yard dash than Devin Hester and a oh. 40 at uh, a four inch better vertical leap than Odell Beckham. He's not English. Um, <laughs> London born. Um, nah. <laughs> you just wait. How many times are the guys on Sky Sports going to refer to him as London born in the coverage of the draft? Yeah. Yeah. 
So he, he's, 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 he's a guy. Like yeah, he's a guy that's gone very much under the radar up to this point. But there, there's now a lot of talk of him going top ten. Um, following a really strong combine, so he's one to watch. Uh, Miles Garrett, um, defensive end from Texas A&M. Everyone thought he was class. He had a, an incredibly strong combine, and the thought is he is going to go first overall to Cleveland uh, as one of their 16 first-round draft picks that they've got. Um, and then the guy that everyone was talking about, again, in, a, in what's going to be a very strong wide receiver draft class, uh, it's a guy who's propelled him up a good five or six places in a lot of people's draft board. John Ross broke the 40-yard dash record with a time of 4.22. Um, a lot of talk that he's now going to be going comfortably f- first half of the first round off a strong showing. Uh, Deshaun Watson, a, the, the quarterback from Clemson, was really, really strong. There were some questions of him. He's about got to his... be the first quarterback taken now. It's if there just... was ever a question that yeah. he wasn't, he's got to be the first quarterback taken now. Really, really strong um, um, combine. There's a lot of, there was a, there was talk about Buffalo maybe having a look at him at 10 until they um, until they went with Tyrod. There's still a lot of talk that they might still be looking at drafting a quarterback. I can't see it myself now they've got him, but it's still possible. Um, but I think you look at him from a quarterback position possibly being the first taken. And that's certainly helped by the fact that the the general consensus going into the combine was that um, Deshaun Kaiser was the strongest. The, the quarterback at Notre Dame was the strongest going into it, but he didn't have a particularly good combine. Has dropped off a lot of people's um, the top of a lot of people's boards. Overtaken by Mitchell Trubisky, um, QB out of North Carolina, really really strong. Um, another one to look out for is um, and the last one I'll cover is OJ Howard, a tight end out of Alabama. Really strong combine. A lot of people saying he's the most complete. Um, a tight end that there's ever been going into a draft and um, people are thinking that he may go number four overall to Jacksonville. Sweet. Nice one, Mark. Uh, good yeah, stuff, Good work. Good work. Good work. Um, I love um, Watson and I think that he has to be the number one QB and a good combine helps but you can't substitute winning and he uh, dethroned the dynasty that is Alabama, and that is worth a lot. Winners win. Great season, the great season he had, and and then you know the combine good, just. Uh, I think, good uh, two years, good two years, and yeah, yeah right, you're right. So lads, uh, before we head into any other business and Adam's uh, weekly monologue, um, I'm just going to remind everyone: catch us on Twitter, um, Long Snap Pod. Uh, catch us on Facebook. Longside podcast, and in t- uh, next weekend there'll be uh, plenty. Of, I'm going to be doing a few bits with our Facebook, so can you uh, follow it? So I'm not doing it to no one, and uh, so people actually watch <laughs> it. Cheers, guys! Um, and you can get us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Now um, we're going to head into any of business. I'm going to kick off this after right because I'm going to do mine, and I'm going to cut. Uh, mine is going to be extremely brief, and that is saw some rugby. Check out our Facebook. Rugby's not shit. It's not shit. I did go and see a pretty fucking good game. So it would be like, it would be like going to, you know, the, the latter round of the champions league for your evaluation of football. So I, I'm aware that I've been given, not got the greatest sample size, but the game is all right. Uh, and shouts to more over podcast having me on and uh, getting me to the game and obviously uh, Canterbury. Canterbury hooked us up. 
and I got to see something I hadn't seen before and I'm a big sports fan and that was very cool. So rugby's all right. <laughs> with that, I'm going to, I'm going to leave you lads. You guys are going to crack on and wrap it up without me. Yeah, I'll take over. I'll, re- I'll renew my acquaintance with a hosting spot. Nice oh, that's sweet. Take it easy, gents. Cheers, mate. Cheers. See you later. See you later, buddy. Bye. Bye. Adam, do you want to go next? Get it out of the way. <laughs> that's 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 what it came down to. I had some notes, but no, I don't need notes. Notes. Um, he had notes, notes for in any other business, which is supposed to be a little segment about stuff that he does. <laughs> <laughs> I had, oh, it doesn't matter. I'll tell, okay, how about this? What? When did breakfast become? Avocado on sourdough toast. Uh, when when uh, Stratford became trendy. Uh, yeah, you, you are. <laughs> I think you're bang on there. This is. I kind. I work in London, average a day a week, and I'll visit our London office, and I'll walk from Liverpool Street to. You know, it's about a 15 minute walk to where the office is, and there are breakfast places that you walk past. I caught a, caught a sign at the corner of my eye, had a big picture, a big. Big letters, breakfast of champions. In the middle of this picture is a massive, what looked like a fried egg. Oh, a big picture of a fry up. Um, that looks good. And you get closer to it and you realise it's probably a poached egg surrounded by pulses and spinach and <laughs> tofu, smoked salmon and superfoods, whatever they are. There are my notes. There you go. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it's not a breakfast. Yeah, and, and today I saw avocado on sourdough toast advertised. I've not, I don't mind avocado. I don't mind sourdough. Um, but when when did this happen? I mean, I'm not knocking being healthy. Um, you know, I'm not not exactly the healthiest man. Based, there is, based, based on the means. fact that there's at least six chins in this uh, Skype call. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's that's just because of your poor connection that you can't see them all. You know, <laughs> I don't I don't know what's changed in the world. But it's gone the, soft, the world mate. also needs to, if, if you're going to advertise this stuff, avocado on sourdough toast should cost less than eight ninety nine. I think, if you're what? going to get me to eat it. Um, Prezzo, on, the, on this same theme, Prezzo have you know, largely Italian food on their menu. Um, you can buy a range of pizzas, on average, maybe 12 quid each on their, their main course menu. Um, they all have a lighter option which basically you can have less pizza and some sort of salad in the middle. Um, pizza Express do a similar thing. All the lighter options are more expensive. They're about two pounds more expensive to take out some of the pizza and replace it with salad. Yeah, you're not getting me on board. Well, I like to mad, save mate. money. Well, it's gone mad. It all went to shit for me when they start a place opened up in London where you could go and spend about eight quid on a bowl of cereal. <laughs> The fuck is that about, man? Who's going there for breakfast? And it's like it's not even funky. I know you can get some funky cereals, but they'll charge you like however much it is for a bowl of cornflakes. That's, that's cereal, and, that's <laughs> cereal and milk. What you're paying for is the, the bowl of cornflakes is ready to eat, or as they say in France, prêt à manger. Yeah, good. good. Stop, stop going to places like that. People. Mark. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing, nothing much has happened to me. Well, I, I went on a stag do to, to Krakow. It, brilliant city. If you've not been to Krakow, go there. It's awesome. And everything is ridiculously cheap. I went out a meal in a re, like really, really nice, fancy-looking place. Four or five beers. Massive meal. 14 quid. 
Love that. That's the opposite of eating in London. <laughs> <laughs> On a stag do, you went somewhere nice. Well, it was the first place we went to and we were all tired, so we kind of walked in there by accident. <laughs> We've been up since about two in the morning on Friday. Um, went there and, yeah, first place we went to about midday was there and, yeah, we kind of didn't realise, but it was it was quite nice. Then we got on it. Um, but other than that, it's just, I've got a 13-month-old at home. He's basically ill 100% of the time. Doesn't seem to sleep. He's teething. He just, he's constantly screaming, I, I, give me a toddler over a baby any day of the week. Fucking, oh, I've had enough. I'm tired, man. I am tired. <laughs> fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Um, my any other business? I don't really have one. Like you say, <laughs> not, not a lot's happened. It's it's good so far. Yeah. Um, I watched a good series on Netflix, which I think everyone should watch. Um, not not many uh, programs like this usually catch my imagination. Um, and it's a bit weak compared. You know, most people say, "Oh yeah, go and watch, um, go and watch The Walking Dead." You know, bodies and all that kind of stuff, blood, whatever, or you know, all all these shows that are all violence and shit like that. Um, and on Netflix, I stumbled across episodes, which is oh yes, Matt LeBlanc and yes. Tamsin good. Gregg and yeah, it's um, good. Uh, what's the the guy that played Guy Secretan from Greenwing? Stephen Mangan. Stephen Mangan. I thought it was absolutely brilliant, yeah. and it would be the kind of series that I'd see on BBC One at like eight o'clock on a Thursday, and I'd just go, "There's no way I'm watching that." I I thought I genuinely thought it was going to be something like cup, uh, not coupling um, Modern Family or uh, this family. Or what was the one with you know the one I'm on about? Um, or family, Mrs. Brown's Boys, or something like that. Oh, I, thought, oh, I, I genuinely thought it was going to. I genuinely and I genuinely thought it was going to be crap, and 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 it wasn't. It was really good. Um, so I'll leave that there. If you haven't I'll, seen I'll it, go, check it out. I watched I have your recommendation, it. Doug. I watched. Uh, I started watching Atlanta, and that is a fucking good show. How good is it? It's, yeah. it's brilliant, isn't it? Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who's not watched it yet, check out Atlanta. It's on Sky Box sets at the moment. It's cracking. Get in. Get get on that. It's really good. Yeah, and the other one I watched was um, the other one I watched was uh, the people do nothing or something like that. What's it called? These people do nothing. Basically, about um, four four guys. It's on Netflix. You you can find it. it it's uh, four four guys who run a pirate garage radio station, and uh, it's just ridiculous. You've got to watch it. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, I think that will do us, won't it? Three. Reconvene so. next week. We've sort of muddled through. Craig's gone. I'm back in the hot seat. Um, yeah, hopefully next week I won't be racing across a, a strange European city to get here in time to record a podcast. But, um, <laughs> Good dedication today, Doug. I approve. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least Craig was nice and flexible, though. Eh? Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally, I've literally gone on a, a two trains, an air, an aeroplane, run a kilometre. With a backpack yeah. on, he was uh, ready I, I, before before you came on. He was ready yeah. to knock it on the end. Oh, no. He was giving you two minutes, oh, and he was like, "I'm done. I'm done." <laughs> if, if it gets to quarter past nine, that's it. You know, he's, he's got. He's got. To get, <laughs> he's got. He's got to get there. Give him a chance. <laughs> Jesus, he's literally running across Holland right now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, boys, it's been a pleasure. Let's um, well, ends well. Let's do it again next week, and we'll see you all later. Cheers. Nice one. Cheers, boys.